Hello Sydenham and welcome to Staff CPD, the lockdown edition with your host, James Kerr. There's no Glastonbury, there's no Love Island, so get out the needlework or make yourself a podcast. So the first thing we need to consider is what is a podcast and this word podcast comes from two other words. Um, broadcast, so we think of um, radios, uh, television stations and communicating with a large group of people uh, through audio uh, means but the pod part comes from uh, iPod, uh, so obviously the Apple iPod which uh, firstly tells us the kind of origins of podcasting, uh, that podcasting became popular at a time when uh, you know people were listening to a lot of their music uh, and other audio uh, on their iPods but it also tells us um, that this is kind of a recorded broadcast that people download uh, and listen to rather than uh, necessarily being something that goes out live although we will talk about live recording um, because it's definitely an aspect of podcasting uh, that we need to consider. Um, one in eight people in the UK listen to a podcast on a weekly basis, but that is growing exponentially. So this is going to become more of a feature maybe of how we uh, access information. And one of the great things about podcasting is it has um, put a lot of uh, power and control uh, in the hands of ordinary people. There's a kind of DIY homegrown nature uh, to this. It's inexpensive and easy to get things out. Um, on platforms like Spotify, uh, Apple and others. But still the most popular podcasts um, feature uh, very well-known uh, people and very well-known faces. So the kind of top three um, recent podcasts uh, on Apple were Louis Theroux's podcast, uh, That Peter Crouch podcast and the Rob Beckett and Josh Widdicombe podcast that looks at parenting uh, during the lockdown. Um, but there is a whole host of content out there uh, that is also homegrown uh, and recorded by people just like me and just like you. And actually worldwide, there are 30 million episodes of podcasts um, that have been created and uploaded. So next, we need to consider why, as educators, we would choose to use podcasting in our practice and our pedagogy and I think the first thing we might want to consider is that podcasts themselves are kind of synonymous with learning and education that a lot of the podcast content uh, out there um, is created by experts in their field going into depth on topics that maybe uh, wouldn't get that same level of detail in an article uh, or a film or a, uh, a kind of YouTube uh, clip the second reason we might want to think about them is that they are portable. You know, you all you need uh, to listen to a podcast is a, a smartphone. Uh, most of our students um, have access to those. So you could record content that your students could listen to on the way to and from school uh, or at home uh, without them having to access uh, a computer or a set of books uh, or another uh, another means. The third reason is that they are easy to create. I've created this uh, podcast with um, only a microphone, a, a compressor microphone that cost me £20. But um, up until recently, I was just using 
the microphone on the headphones that came with my smartphone. Um, and so they are very cheap uh, and very easy to create uh, content uh, that can go out there. And maybe the final thing we could uh, think about is the fact that they are episodic in nature. So in terms of kind of planning our content um, and, and planning the learning of the students and directing them, uh, then, you know, we can create podcasts that uh, have a kind of, uh, you know, a certain progression, a linear progression to them. Um, if you again, if you go on to some of the podcasts, uh, you know, around, for example, history, you might find uh, a podcast uh, that looks at the Russian Revolution with an episode on uh, uh, the February Revolution, maybe one on uh, the April thesis one on uh, the July days and so on and so forth. So you can plan out your content and add to it as you go. Because in many, in many ways, a podcast uh, is a bit like a, um, you know, a running TV show or a TV channel um, with kind of updated episodes on a regular basis. So you can be adding to that content and growing it uh, over time. So now that we've thought about what a podcast is, why we might choose to use them uh, as educators, we now need to start thinking about how we create them. And um, I'm going to be talking from here on in um, with Anchor FM, which is a podcast recording app as my reference point. So I'm encouraging everyone on this particular training to download the Anchor FM app uh, so that you can now uh, have a go yourself at creating your own podcast. Now, the reason I use Anchor FM is because it is incredibly easy to use, and I'm not really the most tech-savvy uh, person uh, out there, so I'm looking for something that is going to suit my needs uh, and is going to make things as easy as possible. Um, it's an app that I've downloaded onto my smartphone. It takes you know no time at all. Um, takes very little uh, storage as well on the phone. Um, but one of the other great things about it is it automatically uploads your content for you to uh, various platforms, including Spotify, um, for you to then be able to share with students um, that link. Um, and it makes it very easy for them to to listen to what you've got. Um, the downsides maybe with Anchor um, in the past have been there have been questions over who owns the content once it's uploaded onto the Anchor platform. They've changed their uh, agreement now uh, to put more power into the hands of the creator. Uh, so that's very good. Um, also, there are aspects of the program as you go through that you might find a bit limiting um, and there might be times where you need to use other programs to import content to help you put that together. But I'm going to talk you through now based on the Anchor FM app and how I've created some of the podcasts um, for students so far. OK, so we can now start thinking about creating uh, some content. So if you go into the Anchor FM app and if you look at the bottom middle, there'll be a little cross there that takes you into the tools section of the app. Um, so once you've clicked on that, it will show you a toolbar across the bottom that you can scroll along that will give you all of the different options you need to create your podcast. The main one that you're going to be using is the record function, which should be fairly uh, obvious what that is, um, that when you click it, uh, the app will start to record audio from your microphone, whether that's the microphone that you've plugged in or the inbuilt microphone in your smartphone 
Um, that's obviously what that's used for. Now, the good thing about this feature is you can record in segments. So you can record short bursts of audio and then arrange them uh, uh, to create your overall podcast. Now, I tend to use that idea of recording in segments because it helps me to structure what I want to say in the podcast. It also is quite good at um, helping you cut down the verbal fillers, the ums, the ahs that you sometimes drop into speech when you're thinking. Um, but it also helps you to cut down uh, background noise as well. So while I've been recording this, a bin lorry uh, came past um, the window. Um, I decided to stop that segment and re-record it without having to go back uh, and uh, re-record a a whole swathe of uh, audio or do lots of uh, lots of editing of it. It also helps uh, to keep your listener alert. We all know in the classroom if we talk for a prolonged period of time sometimes uh, the attention of uh, our students uh, starts to drift. So if we can break up the content a little bit um, then it breaks up the audio and enables our students to, uh, to stay uh, more focused on it. And that's important because some podcasts are almost entirely talking um, so being able to make them engaging uh, but also to break them up and make them manageable is a re still a really really important part uh, of what we're doing and we should still approach them in the same way we might approach uh, a lesson and think about how we structure those uh, with a kind of start middle uh, and end uh, at least So once you've recorded some audio content, uh, you can save the um, segment by pressing the stop button and the app will ask you to name that particular se segment. Um, so segments on this podcast are called things like intro, what is a podcast, why should we use them and so on. So visually I can look back at the podcast and remember how it's structured and if need be go into one of those particular segments. Uh, to listen or to edit what I've got. But when you also uh, name that segment, if you look underneath uh, the box where you name it, um, with the music uh, score icon, it will allow you to add background music. Once you click on that add background music, it will take you to a whole list of pre-recorded content, kind of repetitive riffs that you can um, put into the background of your particular segment. Now, these uh, riffs are all copyright free, so you're, you're able to use them without having to worry about uh, copyright issues. And they give you lots of uh, different options to, um, to uh, set a particular mood within your podcast, but also to add a bit of texture as well and to break up uh, some of the audio. So I'll give you an example. I've created a podcast for year seven and year eights, which is an audiobook reading of Al Capone Does My Shirts by Jennifer Cholenko. And at the beginning of each new chapter, when I read the chapter title and the kind of inscription, which includes the date and so on, I always add the same background music, Grey, Grey, Joe. And the reason I do that is because A, it helps to... Uh, structure the story so students uh, become familiar with that music um, being a marker of where a new paragraph is created. It also uh, creates a particular mood. The grey, grey Joe sound is quite laid back. 
The story is set on Alcatraz, just off the coast of San Francisco. But there's also an element of melancholy to it as well. So I quite like the fact that it creates that particular um, mood. The one thing I would say about that feature is use it sparingly. When I recorded the audio book, I was dropping in background music on segments that were about 11 seconds long to structure um, the recording. Um, but I think if you go too long on your background music, then it can uh, become distracting and it become a little bit too much. So I'll give the example of um, a podcast that I created for my year 12s where um, we were looking at the poem Queen Kong by Caroline Duffy. Um, and I added some kind of tribal drums to the background of that. Um, but I left them on for about 19, 20 minutes and it, it kind of detracted from uh, what I was trying to say, really, I think, about the, the, the poem. Um, and I think would have made it slightly more difficult to listen to. So when you add your background music, A, it's worth listening to it back maybe a few times and considering that in, in context and how it compares to other segments. Uh, but also be willing to take it off if you feel that it doesn't uh, fulfil its particular purpose. Next feature we're going to look at is to the left of the record button. You'll see the little green circle uh, that has the voice messages part of the app. Now, what this enables you to do is to make your podcast more collaborative and interactive uh, because you can send out a voice message link that requests voice notes from other people. That means that you can uh, send something to maybe another member of staff to ask them to contribute, but feasibly as well, you could also send it to students for them to contribute content as well. So for example, if a maths teacher was creating a podcast uh, about algebra, uh, one of the teachers could create most of the content, but they could send it out to the rest of the maths department and ask maybe for short contributions um, to that particular topic. So it's almost a little bit like a radio phone-in, but rather than doing it live, you're doing it via um, the pre-recorded content, uh, via voice notes. Um, and obviously what I, what I said about students also could apply as well, and we need to think about um, all of the different uh, issues around GDPR and safeguarding and so on. But it is feasible for you to um, to also maybe include uh, content from students that they generate um, at home as well. So you could think about how you use it in terms of feedback. Um, so I've created a, um, a feedback po podcast for year seven and year eight after one of their assessments. Um, you know, we could look at in the future um, students sharing particular observations or aspects of their feedback that you then include in the podcast. Um, to give it a little bit more um, richness and to broaden out uh, the people contributing to it. Another feature that you will see on the app, um, and it's kind of on the main screen before you press record, uh, is about adding uh, friends to uh, the recording, which again is another kind of collaborative feature within the app where other people can join uh, the podcast recording live and you can get more of that um, kind of radio uh, studio kind of feel to things. Now I haven't really used that feature at all yet um, and probably most of the time we wouldn't need to use it if we're kind of recording pre-recorded content 
um, that we plan out and rehearse. But it could be a good feature if we're responding uh, to a particular event that's happening uh, or if we want to find a way to get a little bit more dialogue uh, within the podcast, if it's an interview or so on, uh, then you could also use that and it would be worth experimenting with that um, and seeing how that uh, works. Okay, now um, if we go to the right of the record button, um, I'm just going to talk you through a couple more um, features of the app before we finish. Uh, so to the right, you've got the library section of the app, and that's where all of the different segments that you've recorded will be saved. It means that in future, if you want to um, reuse a particular segment, so if you want to maybe refer back to something that was said in a previous podcast, then you can upload that one again and drop it in uh, to a new podcast. But you can also import uh, content as well. So if you've recorded something on a different app or you've got some pre-recorded content um, elsewhere, you can import that into that particular library and then use that to add to what you've um, got. You will also see that there's the interlude section which contains really the same riffs that you get in the background music part of the app, but that will allow you to add them um, rather than to the background music of a um, particular segment. It will allow you to drop them in between segments to, um, to uh, create transitions between the different parts of what you've got. So as you might have guessed, uh, the next feature we're going to talk about is the sounds feature. Um, which gives you um, a whole host of pre-recorded sound effects um, that are mainly used for comic effects. So you can use them uh, to respond to maybe something that's been said, uh, to try and break up the recording, re-engage your audience with something. Um, and so obviously play around with those again, listen to some of those uh, and test them out. Again, use it sparingly um, because if, if it happens too much, uh, then it detracts from the kind of main purpose of the podcast, which is, um, you know, your lovely voice and people listening to what you're saying. And then the final uh, feature, which really we should maybe talk about right at the beginning, because I use it right at the beginning of this podcast, is the songs feature. And Anchor, which is actually owned by Spotify, is linked up to Spotify and will allow you to link uh, particular songs from Spotify that you might want to use uh, at the start maybe of your podcast to introduce it. Um, now the only issue with this is because of copyright reasons um, it's it, you can't play a full uh, song so you can't treat it like a radio station. Um, it will play a 30 second burst of the particular song that you want to drop in so it's worth listening to those songs seeing whether maybe the introduction of a song works for you um, to include into your podcast. Now we're nearly there um, but before we finish we might also want to think about kind of our post-production and how we uh, get that po podcast ready to be published uh, online. So once you've got all of your segments laid out in order you will see that on the right hand side of each segment there are the three little dots. If you click on those, it will give you different options. But at the bottom uh, of that particular section, when you click on it, you will see options to edit the audio or to trim the start and the end points. So if you want to you know, remove a particular part of the um, content, 
um, at the start of the um, start of the end or edit within that particular segment then you can do it there now I tend to not use that feature really and I tend to um, record shorter segments as a way of editing out my content kind of manually as I go rather than retrospectively uh, on the app because I just find that easier but play around with it it's worth looking at um, to make your podcasts as tight as possible and obviously in creating these podcasts I'm really just creating them as an educational tool I'm not too worried about them being polished and professional but it might be that you know over time particularly for creating content uh, that is designed to be there for a longer period of time that we might want to polish them and make them uh, a little bit more professional so once you've done all of that, you're now at the stage where you can publish your podcast and the app will give you that option in the top right hand corner to publish uh, and to send it out there uh, and around the world. Now, once you've published it, it will only take a few moments to process and upload that content and the app will give you a link to the Anchor FM website, which you can then share with students for them to be able to listen to. However, the app also uploads the content to different podcasting platforms. And if you go to the bottom right hand corner, you will find the distribution status uh, uh, part of the app where you can go in and you can find the links to where your podcast is on a whole load of different podcasting programs, uh, including Google po um, Podcasts, but also Spotify as well. So you might decide to share the anchor link with your students um, or you might decide to share uh, a range of different links and give them the option of how they access it, particularly if you know that a lot of them use a particular program uh, to be able to listen to content. Now, once it's published, it's out there, of course. So it is worth thinking before you click publish. Are you happy with the content? Have you listened to it again? Um, does it comply with GDPR? Uh, does it also recognise uh, safeguarding of students and also of adults and the school more widely uh, as well? Because uh, once it's out there, it's very difficult for you then to be able to reclaim it back. Now, once all of that is done and you've sat down, you put your feet up, you've had a cup of tea and it's out there and hopefully your students are listening to it, you can monitor um. Uh, who and when people have listened to your particular podcast of course it's not easy for you to be able to uh, confidently say that all of those people who have listened to it are Sydenham students although they will tend to be um, because they're the only people you're actively sharing the link with but you can see how many plays a particular podcast has had you can see what times of day people are listening uh, to the podcast most frequently and it might help you plan out future content um, but also chase up uh, those who maybe aren't listening to it um, I shared one with my year 12 group um, and I realized that after a day only four of them had listened to it so I had a little bit of work to do to go and make sure um, all, all of them were accessing that content um, and able to uh, and able to do that so I hope that has helped. I hope that people um have a go at using this. Of course, I've only given one way of doing it on the Anchor FM uh, app. There are many other ways of creating content. There are people in school who have a real expertise and almost kind of minor celebrity in this particular field. Uh, so they're also worth talking to uh, as well. Uh, but good, good luck with it. 
Uh, hope it goes well. and look forward to listening uh, to more Sydenham podcasts. Goodbye. Thank you.